Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, January 22nd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, for some people, emotional support animals can be the difference between life and death. Sometimes, you know, he is the reason why I get out of bed. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan Ault reports, unclear rules on certifying a pet as an emotional support animal may be leading to fraud and landlords are paying the price. That's in a few minutes. First, the headlines. Republicans and Democrats in Jefferson City are laying out different approaches to dealing with gun violence in Missouri. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll. House Democrats held a press conference to highlight legislation that would strengthen gun restrictions, such as red flag laws. But less than an hour later, some Senate Republicans presented one of their proposals, locking up violent offenders longer. Republican State Senator Tony Luchtemeyer from Parkville says it's time for common sense reform to Missouri's criminal code. The justice system has stopped locking up many of the people that we're scared of. We must shift our focus towards policies that deter people from committing violence and remove violent offenders from our streets. His proposal would lengthen the sentence of an armed criminal action from three years to no less than five years for a first offense and 10 years for a second. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Bi-State Development CEO Talby Roach wants the agency to resurrect the Loop Trolley in University City. It might use federal funding left over from other transit projects. The trolley ran out of money and stopped operating in December. Roach thinks Bi-State could make it viable by expanding service and driving up ridership. If we run transit correctly, it works in concert with other public systems, for instance, roads and so on. Roach says he is worried the federal government will not be willing to give St. Louis more money for transit projects if the trolley shuts down permanently. A local nonprofit has plans to reduce recidivism in Missouri and Illinois with an holistic approach to reentry into society. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson spoke to one person who took part in the Concordance Academy of Leadership program. Melvin Hill Jr. was incarcerated when he and a friend started to discuss plans for the future. Hill was looking for an organization that would help him fulfill his dreams and find job stability. His friend immediately told him about Concordance Academy of Leadership. Hill started their program while in prison, and now that he has re-entered society, he says the program has been a lifesaver. The program addresses a lot of the issues that caused me to go back to prison in the first place. Uh, the addiction, the lack of employment, the boredom, and a life structure. The curriculum consists of about 18 months of intensive programming around education and employment, life skills, and wellness. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Former St. Louis Cardinal Larry Walker is going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He wrapped up his 17-year career by appearing in 144 games with the Cardinals. Walker also played for Montreal and Colorado. He becomes the second Canadian to be voted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. And he was wearing a SpongeBob SquarePants shirt when he got that call yesterday, which automatically makes him my favorite baseball player ever. Emotional support animals are everywhere, on planes, in grocery stores, and in apartments. While some are legitimately needed by their owners for mental health reasons, some are not. 
Certificates and vests for dogs and cats are available online with almost no assessment of need. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan Alt reports some pet owners are using them to take advantage of landlords. Hank is a gray and white tabby cat, a little on the heavy side and not much of a meower. But he does purr a little bit and is very interested in the microphone in front of his person. Hank is the emotional support animal of Katie Bartels, an environmental engineering graduate student at Missouri University of Science and Technology in Rolla. Katie got Hank in 2016, and they became close quickly. Then her grandfather died, and Katie found herself looking to Hank for emotional support. Sometimes, you know, he is the reason why I get out of bed. Katie says she suffers from anxiety and depression, and Hank helps her through some tough times. Hank was just a recurring theme. And um, my therapist actually mentioned, hey, you know, he seems to be really important in your life. You know, do you want to start a process of getting him registered as an emotional support animal? So Katie brought Hank into sessions. The therapist did some tests and assessments and then certified him as an emotional support animal. But that thorough process isn't the only way to get a certificate calling your pet an emotional support animal. If you go online, fill out a short questionnaire, and pay anywhere from $40 to $200, you can get a similar certificate. You don't have to talk to anyone. You don't have to go through an assessment. You don't even have to prove your animal exists. The Fair Housing Act says landlords can't charge tenants extra fees for disabilities, including emotional support animals. Some landlords in Rolla are saying bogus certificates are being used to skirt pet deposits and monthly pet fees. Matt Butcher is a lawyer in Rolla who's represented some landlords. He says there's a problem with a lack of rules that allow this to go on. He says the only way to stop it now is through lawsuits. We're starting, slowly but surely, uh, to see legal action and professional action taken against people who use their credentials inappropriately by issuing letters that don't have basis in fact. But Butcher says a lawsuit often isn't worth it to try to get a tenant to pay a $300 pet deposit. And just denying them a lease isn't an option either. Cassie Bonas is a graduate researcher at the University of Missouri in Columbia and looking into emotional support animals as part of her Ph.D. work. She says while the Fair Housing Act allows emotional support animals, the Americans with Disability Act doesn't protect them. And that's confusing to landlords. They don't want, you know, a complaint filed against them or an ADA violation. Um, and kind of navigating those differences can be really hard to do if you're just kind of a general, you know, member of the public without any specialized knowledge. Bonas supports service animals, highly trained animals that can help with disabilities ranging from blindness to seizures. But her advice to mental health professionals is to not document a pet as an emotional support animal until the rules are more clear and there's more research done on their benefits. Missouri State Representative Chrissy Summer of St. Charles says there needs to be new laws that clarify service animals, emotional support animals, their requirements, and their owners' rights. She's sponsoring a bill that would help with some definitions. If they really need a, an emotional support animal, you know, the, the, we need to make sure landlords, you know, can feel comfortable knowing that if this person is claiming that, that it truly is one. While the laws are still unclear, there is little stopping someone from going online, paying some money, and getting an ESA certificate that looks legitimate. That upsets Katie Bartels because she says her need is real, and she went about it the right way. When people, you know, go online just so that they avoid paying fees is kind of, it's a little bit of a slap in the face. And so I understand why landlords could be 
angry and upset. Bartel says she did use her certificate to make sure Hank could live with her in her Rala apartment. But she also paid a pet deposit because she thought it was fair and the right thing to do. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before wrapping up, a reminder. Impeachment proceedings resume today in Washington. Our special coverage from NPR picks up at noon on our main on-air signal. Regular programming can be streamed at stlpublicradio.org. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.